Hey everyone, welcome to the Geektastic Dad podcast. My name is Jason. I'm your friendly neighborhood geek and father of a daughter. So I was first introduced to Dungeons and Dragons, aka D&D, back in high school. The version we played uh, was AD&D, or Advanced Dungeons and Dragons, uh, second edition, I believe. Throughout this episode, I would like to introduce you to the wonderful world of D&D. I've got some good stuff in the show notes, so be sure to check those out as well. And in this podcast, just going to go over a few topics, like what is Dungeons and Dragons, the history of D&D, and some tips on how to get started, where to look for information, and even how to find a gaming group. Of course, if you have any comments or suggestions, you can email me. My address is podcast at geektasticdad.com. Be sure to visit and follow me on social media, facebook.com slash thegeektasticdad, and Twitter handle at geektasticdad. Please like and subscribe my podcast on your favorite apps such as iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. want to thank you for joining me. Now let's get started. So what is Dungeons & Dragons? Basically, it's a tabletop RPG, but I often tell people that Dungeons & Dragons is kind of like a collective game of pretend, but it has rules and dice. So let's break this down, just so that we can kind of level set here. RPG is short for Role Playing Game, which is a game where you, the player, assumes the role of a character in a fictional setting of some kind that is narrated in some way. When you're playing an RPG, you're acting as another person being guided through an adventure or mission. You might be familiar with this if you've played video games where you've been dropped into a setting, set out on missions, and earned rewards. The tabletop version of this is pretty much the same thing in principle, but unlike video games, there are no boundaries because the narration is done by a person, the dungeon master or game master, called DM or GM for brevity. So this basically means that if you decide to go on a completely unrelated direction, there's someone there with an imagination instead of a microchip and a program, to adapt to your whims. This, unfortunately, is the bane of most DMs. So there you go. D&D is a tabletop role-playing game. So what does that really mean? <laughs> to get started, uh, the game is held in a fictional setting, and for the most part, gaming groups use a fantasy world, filled with taverns, fantasy races like elves, dwarves, gnomes, and filled with magic and swords and whatnot. But you can also use the same structure uh, to run a game in modern times, uh, in some futuristic advanced space world, and so on. The foundation of the rules remain relatively the same, and that's what makes it so versatile. Now, originally, D&D was just sort of a medieval fantasy setting. So if we're going for the origin story, that's basically where it started. Uh, there are rules published in source books. There are character stats that you roll and monitor on your character sheet and decisions that are made with the roll of a dice. As of 2000, uh, the dice is primarily a d20, or a 20-sided polyhedron with numbers ranging from 1 to 20. There are various other dice, um, which are used from d4, a four-sided dice that consequently double as a caltrop if you step on them, all the way up to the beloved d20 and even beyond. So let's, let's set up an example here. My character is out on an adventure, and I come across a goblin. Let's say I want to attack the goblin and kill it. I know, barbaric, right? So what happens? First, you want to announce your intent to the, let the DM guide you through the encounter. 
If you're well hidden and able to surprise a creature, you get a surprise round where you attack the creature, but he or she can't attack back. The DM will probably ask you to roll initiative at some point. To do this, you're going to roll a d20 and add any bonuses that's on your character sheet for initiative, which is usually modified by your dexterity score. I know, there's a lot of terms going around here. Bear with me. The DM will also roll an initiative for the goblin, and you start counting the rounds. Every round is approximately six, well, it's a, every round is six seconds in the game, and it lays out the order in which player characters, PCs, or non-playing characters, also called NPCs, get to take action or do stuff. The higher number goes first. So if I have an initiative of 15 and the goblin is 12, I get to go first in every round. Okay, so let's say it's your turn to attack. What happens? You'll choose your weapon, whether it's a melee weapon, like a sword or an axe, or a ranged weapon, like a bow, and you roll your d20 for an attack, and add any attack modifiers in your character sheet. This number, let's say you get a total of 18, will oppose the goblin's armor class, or AC. Let's say that's 16 for the time being. If your number meets or exceeds the armor class, your attack roll, meets or exceeds the armor class, you roll a damage die because you, you've penetrated the armor, you penetrated the, the defenses. So the damage die or dice, based on the weapon's stats, uh, will vary depending on the weapon. But let's say you're using a short sword, which has a damage of 1d6. You roll a six-sided die, and you add your damage modifier. In melee, it's usually the strength. So you roll a 4 on your d6. You have a plus 2 to damage. Your total damage ends up being six. Now this number gets deducted from the goblin's hit points, and when those hit points reach zero, the goblin dies. It's it's a rather simplified look at it, but you get the picture. The initiative counts down in the round, and when the last person goes, you start a new round, and it continues until the encounter ends, which could be the death of the creatures, death of the players. We'll talk about a TPK later. Um, one side of the encounter escapes, etc. I mean, there's a whole number of reasons. Diplomacy starts, whatever. So there's a lot packed into playing D&D, and I'll, I'll be continuing this series by going through the player's handbook chapter by chapter. So this will make more sense as you learn more. But for now, you get the gist. D&D um, is a tabletop role-playing game facilitated by a DM or GM cooperatively played with others most of the time that uses rules, stats, and dice to move the game along. Confused yet? Don't be. It requires a learning curve, and quite honestly, the best way to learn it is just to do it. However, at the end of this podcast, I'll give you a few ideas on how you can learn more and maybe even find a gaming group. So let's talk about the history of D&D, and I'm talking a brief history of D&D. Where did it come from? Well, maybe you've heard the name Gary Gygax. Maybe? From your geeky friends? He's one of the masterminds behind D&D along with Dave Arneson and their company, Tactical Studies Rules, or TSR. They created TSR when nobody would publish their book in 1974. They breathed life into the first edition of D&D, which was just Dungeons & Dragons. It was rudimentary and only had a handful of elements, but there it was, Geektopia in printed form. Now, between 1977 and 1979, a new updated version was published, this one was called Advanced Dungeons & Dragons, or AD&D. They reorganized the game rules and recodified it across three hard-covered rulebooks. The Monster Manual, which was published in 1977, uh, Player's Handbook, which was published in 1979, sorry, 1978, 
and then the Dungeon Master's Guide, which was published in 1979. And to this day, these are the three core rule books of D&D, or source books, if you will. This went on with updates, revisions, expansions, and even a second edition of AD&D. And then, in 1986, Gary Gygax left TSR because of a disagreement with the majority owner. And in 1997, Wizards of the Coast bought the Dungeons & Dragons franchise. Then they published 3rd edition in 2000, which introduced what we now call the D20 system. They basically re-engineered the D&D system. And this is where D20 becomes legend, as it was the foundation for most of what you did in Dungeons & Dragons, from skill checks to saving throws to attacks and so on. And then in 2003, 3.5 or 3rd and half edition came out, incorporating some minor changes. Then 4th edition was released in June of 2008, and finally September 30th, 2013, they released 5th edition, which is where we're at today. So, quick fun fact. In the 1980s, there was actually kind of an uprising against D&D, and it was labeled as satanic. Uh, Geek and Sundry has a really great article, or set of articles about it, that you might enjoy, which I've put in the show notes. In fact, there's also a 60-minute segment called, Is Dungeons & Dragons Evil?, which is also linked in the show notes. These claims have since been debunked, but people were genuinely concerned that D&D was rooted in the occult. If you don't see the show notes for any reason on your podcast app, visit my page. Uh, you can get there, geektastic link slash podcast and you can get the show notes there okay so now i've piqued your interest right how do you get started i hear it i hear it a lot it all seems so complicated how do i get started in DD? there's no one right way that's for sure but my suggestion is to start small and be curious if you're like me and you prefer to watch instructional videos i suggest you check out the handbooker helper videos published by critical roles they have they're pretty awesome and they're jam-packed with a lot of great information uh, from the different races to how feet works skills game rules and much more uh, you will find a link to these videos in my show notes and then if you would like to see people actually playing DD, uh, again i suggest you check out critical role you can watch both campaign one and campaign two on their youtube channel which is again in my show notes um, you can visit their Twitch channel, and if you have an Amazon Prime account, you can subscribe for free. Their Twitch lets you watch them live, but I warn you, there's a lot of catching up to do, and you will be, um, you'll be addicted, so watch at your own risk. Now, if you prefer to read or would like to augment the videos with something to read, uh, you can get the basic rules on D&D Beyond, which, again... Once again, link to my show notes. Um, the basic rules are free to read through, and it's um, kind of an abridged version of the player's handbook. You can read up on how to create a character, basic races uh, and classes, uh, how to play the game, and so on. You can get a D&D Beyond account for free and even start creating character sheets if you want to play around. I think you're limited to maybe five in the free version, but it's, it's a good starting point, a good place to, to get your feet wet. If you learn by experience, then I suggest visiting Roll20, also in the show notes. Roll20 is an online gaming community and much more. You can actually run completely virtual games through the Roll20 platform. But if you sign up, again, it's free. You can search for games that accept new players, and you can limit that search to only games that are free to play. Um, just be honest with the gaming group that you're new and looking for a group that's willing to teach, uh, and then go from there. 
Um, you know, I, I run a group and we're always open to new players. We're happy to take people in and teach them how to, how to play the game. The more the merrier, right? You can also search uh, like Google Maps or Bing Maps for local comic book or gaming stores. Uh, they often have uh, in-person tabletop games. Uh, guessing not so much due to COVID, but still might be a good place to start finding a group. So you could call, visit their webpage, or hit them up on social media, and that's a good place to, to maybe find a group you can hang out with. So if you have any comments or suggestions or any questions, um, again, you can email me. That email address is podcast at geektasticdad.com. Okay, that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed this quick intro into D&D. If you have any specific questions, you have my email. Um, if you've enjoyed this episode and are feeling generous, uh, you're welcome to support my bad habit by pointing your favorite browser to geektastic.link support. Anything helps. Um, thank you for joining me. Uh, be sure to like and share this podcast with your friends and spread the word. Um, you can also follow me on social media, facebook.com slash thegeektasticdad. And my Twitter handle is at GeekTasticDad. And again, please uh, like and subscribe to my podcast on your favorite apps such as iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. You can see the full list at geektastic.link slash podcast or just play the podcast right from there. Um, be happy, be safe, and always be geektastic. <laughs>